1: My mother in law, she doesn't listen to podcasts. She doesn't listen to anyone. But you should listen to Wrecked Celtic, part of the Daily
0: Wrecked Podcast Network. Subscribe at iTunes
1: and Audio Boom. All right. Hello and welcome to the Record Celtic Podcast I'm Fraser Wilson and today I'm pleased to say we're joined by the Daily Record Sports, Michael Gannon On today's podcast we we'll look ahead to another massive game for the Hoops and ahead of Wednesday's trip to Pataudry, just how big a challenge did Derek McInnes' new look Aberdeen side pose? Is Moussa Dembele about to regain the number one striker role from Lee Griffiths? And after the weekend's Betfred Cup semi-final drama, is Brendan Rodgers right to wade into the referee criticism? So, Michael, looking ahead to Petaudry on Wednesday night, Celtic undoubtedly had the, the measure of Aberdeen last season. Six wins from six games, but uh, can you see the Dons posing more of a threat tomorrow night? I
0: think definitely. I think this, this is potentially Celtic's toughest match of the season. I think, um, for a start, Aberdeen on a good side, on a good run. They've had a nice little break. They've had 11 days since the last game. Celtic, this is their fourth game in 11 days. Um, so the timing of the, the match is, is is tough for Celtic and um, maybe in Aberdeen's favour. But like I say, Aberdeen are a good side. They're settled. The new the new signings have come in and done really well. Uh, I think Celtic have maybe uh, had a difficult run of games, tough matches in Europe and at home. I think this this is potentially the the toughest match they'll face. And Celtic are now what 60 games unbeaten. I think this. It's potentially the toughest of the lot of the 60 The 61, I think that's could be their hardest game yet
1: Well, that, that's saying something I mean, we, we did keep saying that every time they came up against Aberdeen last season They yeah. just kept getting the results But uh, you, you do get the impression it's, it's getting closer and closer But one of these days, that the mental strain For all these big games is going to take its toll, isn't it?
0: Well, I think I think there was evidence at the weekend Against Hibs, that, that Celtic Especially second half, once they got that lead I think they thought that the game was out of reach for Hibs And Hibs, fair play to them, come back strong <laughs> I think there were signs that Celtic were beginning to tire mentally and physically. It had to happen at some point. There um, we were only 62 hours between the, the, the final whistle in, in Munich and the kickoff at, at Hamden, so it would have been tough to, to get back in again. And now, on the back of that, we've got another mm. midweek game at Aberdeen at which is going to be a really tough domestic game. So they have to keep going to the well. Um, I think Brendan Rodgers might. Have I tried to shuffle his, his, his side tonight Or what he might do Is he might think Guys give me One last push And then maybe this weekend They've got out At the weekend Do the rest of you the few They have done against out Twice this season already And one comfortably So do they try and get through One more hurdle And then give them the weekend To kind of shake things up Before Bayern The Bayern game At, at Parkhead next, next Tuesday Yeah So their games are coming Thick and fast So I think now is key about Squad management And rotation um, But Again, Patojie, you need, you need all the best players firing because it's a tough game.
1: That's it. Well, if we just look at Aberdeen quickly, um, that's a different animal, isn't it, this season? The whole front line's changed, even though Adam Rooney's still there and still top scorer, I think, for them this season. Um, the changes Derek McInnes made in the summer are pretty stark. Do, do you think it's made them a better side? I
0: don't know about it better, but I think they've maintained um, their levels. I mean, Aberdeen have been the second-best team in Scotland for two or three years now. Um, but they've had to change the, the entire way they play um, Now McGinn and Johnny Hayes They've got two guys out wide With pace uh, Who can get out and hold the touchline Spread the play, get the balls in the box I have not think we predominantly about cross balls For three years, get the ball in the box To, to Aruni um, Whereas now, the way they play is slightly different Because they don't have that blinding pace at the flanks, so Hayes obviously away and McGinn has gone as well um, Gary McKay-Steven is a different kind of player uh, you've got another the other side Stevie Mayer or Rooney Greg Stewart you tend to have now inverted wingers not to get all as our colleague Johnny McFarlane <laughs> look at the, kind of, the bit, uh, a bit hipster no, no. but they play they don't have out and out wingers they've got inverted wingers who will cut inside okay. um, so now the game's changed that's an entirely different way they're, they're playing now maybe um, run at
1: them more than so to get to the minor they're
0: playing through and they've also got guys like Ryan Christie who's playing the kind of number 10 behind yeah. or um I say, like I say, you still got May Rooney really up there leading the line. Sometimes, sometimes May through the middle. They're just playing a different kind of way now. Um, they have to try and play through teams rather than get beyond them at wide. Um, so it's different. But they, they, they listen. They've, they've kept it going when I mean, they're joint top of the league, nine nine wins out of eleven games. Uh, they've only covered defeats all season. One in Europe. One in the cup tomorrow, which is the one bad day of the, the season really. So they're strong, I mean this is a, a right, right tough test for Celtic.
1: Yeah, well, well you've mentioned the threat Aberdeen impose there, um, uh, certainly in the attacking areas. Of course they won't be allowed to play Ryan Christie tomorrow night, so that's pro- possibly a blessing for Celtic. But uh, suggestions that Brendan Rodgers might be tempted to go to a back three, especially with the defensive problems he's got at the moment. Well,
0: I think it's it's all the personnel really, I think and guys like Dedrick Boyata, just coming back from injury, They've put a lot of games recently. I say four games in eleven days—a lot for these guys. But options at the back don't have um, Joseph Simonovic out injured again, so that that backline is going to be makeshift no matter what. So do they play Kieran Tierney in a back three with Beton and and Boyata. They give Boyata a night off. Who knows? They've, they've got a lot of options there, um, despite having a lack of kind of centre half which I've been told to stop mentioning because <laughs> <laughs> I keep going on about it. Okay, Not buying a centre half, but uh, <laughs> I've been saying it since, um, since July to Celtic. Not just stuff. you, Michael. I don't uh, know, but I think I, I said it back in the pre-season when Biata was injured. I said to Brendan Rodgers, you buy a centre half? No, no, it'll be fine. Mm. We still see it now.
1: Aye. Um, Is he not going to admit he should have? No. no. Okay, let's not, <laughs> let's not I'll go be there. In fairness,
0: I think, think Brendan Rodgers knows that more
1: about the game than, than I do. <laughs> well, but, okay. um, yeah. Snap. And, and paid accordingly. <laughs> well. Let's go to the other end of the park then. Uh, big question is it, is it time for Moussa Dembele to come back in? Do you think he's clo- he's knocking at the door certainly? His recent performances coming off the bench. How close is it to regaining the number one striker role, do you think, at Celtic?
0: You gotta think after after Saturday's two goals off the bench, looked really sharp, looked hungry. You gotta think he's 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 worth a, a run now to, to really build his fitness. Um also I, I don't think it'd be a bad thing for for Lee Griffiths to have a little break as well because I mean he's had to put in some serious shifts for club and country. Yeah, when I mean, you look at double header for
1: Scotland. Well, I think it since then is is a thankless task. Tired looking. I think he's looked
0: a bit jaded. Even sadly, I thought he looked as though the of a hard shift in Munich mm-hmm. up against the World Cup winning centre halves and you know, big physical guys who, who knocked him about kind of all all evening they're a tough old thankless task up there so I think I don't think it would do him a lot of a bad to take a wee break for a couple of maybe a week or two Um, but I think Dembele now is is back and he looked he looked back in business at the weekend I think so I I run the team would do him pretty good as well Um, that's got to be quite exciting for the
1: supporters really isn't it but
0: but you you forget Dembele's almost kind of drifted from people's minds because he hasn't really featured now since March Oh, this season, yeah. um, I mean they popped up At the start of the season Before they kind of broke down um, So people have not really People have maybe forgotten Not forgotten But it's Memories have faded I mean, Remember mean Bailey remember This time last year was, you was know, Unstoppable And Champions League scoring goals against Man City And uh, Mitch and Gladbach he, he just looked The business um, Banging the man He said he scored 32 goals Up to the end of March Yeah uh, It's incredible I mean it would have been Player of the Year last year Had he not been injured For the last when the voting comes Yeah. <laughs> that's the problem. If you're out during <laughs> the voting, you're in trouble. Uh, but it would have been playing a year by a mile, I think, had they kept going. Um, so that's the kind of quality. Remember that last January we're, were talks about bids of oh, 25, 30 million quid coming in from. 40, from, from million, from was quoted, was 40 million was quoted, 40 million was mentioned at one uh-huh. point with some people who were um, excited, more excited than others. <laughs> but that's the kind of market, I mean, the 20 million pound plus market we're talking about there. Um, I, I think they stayed in really clear that, that they continued to the summer. So that, that kind of quality coming back can only be good news for Celtic. Maybe bad news for everyone else but um, if he can get recapture that kind of form key for him is staying fit now. I mean he's picked, he picked up two injuries back to back now. Yeah. They'd knock him out for six months so he's got to stay fit
1: and uh, if he stays fit then who knows. Almost maybe three strikes and you're out. I don't want to put a dampener on things but uh, aye, there's, I think folk are going to be looking closely at that hamstring aren't they? Well uh,
0: that's always the a, always a way but he's young he's what 21 Yeah, and he's quick so the, I've seen it four guys that are I've been told Guys are quick No will nah, pace myself it's <laughs> Join the club <laughs>
1: I think that's why we both got stuck Back in goals Michael <laughs> Because I can fill them <laughs> uh, Another player uh, uh, I could see Tom Rodger Coming back in tomorrow He was the hammer Of the Dons last season Wasn't he? Well, in the
0: big games If he did I think there would be Some Aberdeen fans would be hiding behind their hands I think he's uh, He's the kind of scourge Of Aberdeen Of uh, last season Everyone uh, remembers His last minute winner At Handen Um Actually, Aberdeen played really well that day. I thought that was—I mean, the last twenty minutes, I thought Celtic that day were it really lifted it and pushed themselves over the line. But Aberdeen were dead, terrific that day, they? and it was really kind of cruel on them. Aye, and, but they were dead things,
1: in their feet though,
0: weren't they? They it were, they were. But sometimes he just looks as though some maybe destiny. They can't, he can't stand in his path. But, but I mean, a second of losing a goal that, that late in the game. Aye. But Rogic, he's got that quality, hasn't he? Yeah, he's, um, Aye, I he think, could be fresh. He's not played an awful lot He's done a lot of travel Mind you With Australia I mean, Ah true he's, These um, 26,000 mile trips Aren't easy um, <laughs> <I> wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> He's not going In the back of a van But, <laughs> but it's still not easy um, But I would, I would expect To maybe
1: see him Get around as well Yeah, yeah. Well moving on uh, It was a f- Pretty frantic Weekend I bet Fred's Semi-final action um, well done to Celtic For reaching another final This was the first silver Where Brendan Rodgers Picked up uh, When he moved to Scotland Last season So they're back in the final Ready to um, Fight To retain their, their trophy And possibly fight Might maybe. have to Well <laughs> ah, exactly. That brings me on to my point Um had plenty to say on referees Brendan Rogers, at the weekend. Were, were you maybe surprised that he, he got involved after the Rangers Motherwell game?
0: I was a bit surprised. I was there uh, on Monday when when it came up, and, um, and it wasn't something he was asked about. He was asked. We were chatting about his own matches, referee the the, uh, the Hibs game, and he offered up this this um, opinion about the the game on the Sunday. Um, I think he was fairly horrified by some of the, some of the tackles and challenges and flying elbows and, and drop kicks and. And submissions and bloodbaths <laughs> and all that stuff. So I think he was um, taken aback by it. Um, listen, I think. I mean, sometimes you're you're in danger of looking in too much. Some things with Brendan he says you think you're know, kind of all all c eye and he's, he's always always playing angles and sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. I think in this instance, I think this is a little a little marker, a wee bit of mind games going yeah. into the kind of next week's spell and the final, especially. Yes. A wee word to referees. Listen, keep an eye on this because I think last year. There's certain things that stick in managers' minds, I think, isn't it? Always, we always remember the referee gave that penalty kick three yeah. years ago. But Brendan Rodgers remembers uh, the Murlow forward, Ryan Bowman, Bowman. tackled on Kieran Tierney yeah. at Parkhead last year. Yep. And it's in his mind. So he's watching the game on Sunday, and he sees Ryan Bowman catch uh, Cardozo with, with the elbow, whether intentional or not, we don't know, mm. but it looked bad. But the first thing, Brendan Rodgers thinking, that's that so-and-so who did Kieran Tierney last year. So it's in his mind I think And he's maybe concerned And he has concerned before He mentioned The Aberdeen Cup final The elbow from Jaden Stockley, Stockley On, on yeah. Tierney again yeah. They put him uh, And it burst his mouth open Stuff like that So he has, he has had A few concerns about A few challenges More than More the fact That they've been going Unpunished The tackle from Bowman at Parkhead That wasn't a booking The Stockley, uh, Stockley challenge At Hamden, The elbow wasn't punished There was a throw in given against Celtic at the time And then this one with Rangers and Romalo again wasn't picked up I think he's concerned that, that players are getting away with these things and think they can get away with it mm-hmm. and I think he's maybe put a bit of mind games to, to try and let the referees know that. or yeah. put, like, put a bit of pressure on the referees to make sure it doesn't happen in the final uh, Hi. So. I'd
1: agree with that and uh, fair play to him I mean he wouldn't be doing his job if he wasn't doing that but um, endangering lives really? was it that bad? I
0: thought that, was a, I thought that might have been a wee bit wee bit much um, I think he actually perhaps meant football is their life, and if you break somebody's career, then career, that's their life. I think maybe that was slightly lost. Bit, maybe, I don't know if that was maybe just a bit um, slightly clumsily put. But listen, if cracked in the face and shatters their, 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 their cheekbone or whatever, or a skull, then it's you could argue it is. But then it's a, it's a contact sport, you could fall over and butt ahead of the post. But I Can- think. Are You talking about your goalkeeping? Again? Oh yeah, I man. That's the reason why I looked at this <laughs> <laughs> headbutt in the post many, many times. But, um, no, I, 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 I think it doesn't like. They didn't like seeing players looking like they've been shot. Aye. Um, whereas most of us watching the game were quite enjoying it. It uh, was a good old. It was a It was a bit of an old fashioned kind of scrap. But Aye. you can see his point. You don't want players put in jeopardy, and you don't want talented, especially talent young players, getting career threatening tackles and all that stuff. That's, 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 these days are long gone. Yeah. Thankfully. Um, so, but I think that there was a bit of a kind bit of about mind games at work in this
1: again, again I don't blame him for that and uh, I certainly think Motherwell might have to tone it down a bit in the final now because any of that in the final I'm not going to get away with it this thing.
0: no but then listen we spoke to, to Stephen Robinson this morning and he was armed with a, a array of stats to tell us I was that very impressed was with what he said After it was great um, listen he said that Motherwell are the 8th Behave, worst behaved team in the league there are seven teams that behave worse than them in terms of fouls and yellow cards
1: Aye. Um, PR officers been doing his work well, listen, last he was, 24 he was, hours he was, the I think he was burning the midday oil looking
0: <laughs> through the stats um, so he, he, listening he said Bowman only picked up three yellow cards in 46 games it just so happened that Bowman's two high profile instance he cements Ciaran Tierney and then the, in the cup two big high profile flash points yeah. therefore it'd be a shame if he gets branded as a, as a, as a thug or something on like the back of it but you can't, you can't deny that there were poor challenges. not mm-hmm. went Sunday, I thought was a shocker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can't deny that. I mean, it, it might be the nicest lad. I mean, it's, it, it, we keep being told he's you a know, smashing big lad, big quiet lad, which is fair enough. But that was a shocker. There's an it, it a red car at the time. Yeah. Um, so highlighting it. If you don't want to get it highlighted, don't be doing it. Then. So that's just, as, far, as far as I'm concerned. But yeah. it was a bad one.
1: We'll, we'll speak more about that final near the time. But just just quite a quiet word on it. Celtic mother well. Do you think Motherwell will pose a problem, or do you think this is Celtic going to stroll to the, the first silverware of the season?
0: I don't think Motherwell can play the same way they played against Rangers. I thought I thought they're excellent against Rangers. I thought, that, um, well, second half, first half was each peachy. Second half, I thought they, they really done a number on, on Rangers Rangers. Um, and we could talk about the physical aspect and all that stuff. Not just about the physicality. Because, listen, Rangers are no shrinking violets. Yeah. Well, even that game as well. I mean, there was a few little... Louis
1: Moult walked off with stitches in his eye, didn't well,
0: he? Well, and that was Cardoso. I mean, he's built outside of a house. Uh, albeit, he'd he, he lost his shape. The last 15 minutes, he, he looked like a man who was just charging around, trying to hit anyone Um Because it, that came, the game was sitting to control and the frustration was bubbling over. Um, but he's not shrinking violet there's Cardozo he, he's involved as well mm-hmm. um, but I don't think Milo can play the same way against Celtic I think Celtic the way they keep the ball I think it was difficult for Milo to, to play that way because I mean, Rangers are quite direct and it plays in all Milo's hands Celtic aren't direct they'll keep the ball and they'll, they'll maybe wait for gaps and I think they'll maybe try and exploit them so I, I can't see Milo listen they're there, there they're on merit and uh, they've beaten Aberdeen Rangers on the way they're the hard way so fair play to them and I think they'll give Celtic a really good game but I think Celtic's quality when the big pitch at hand then I think we'll, we'll we'll tell
1: in the end yeah yeah but, um, if Motherwell are to stand a chance they'll have to look towards our talisman Louis Moult now no, we've spoken about this before Michael a couple of months ago and um, Louis Moult will be leaving Motherwell whether it's in January or next summer who knows but we've I remember we both agreed on this wouldn't it be worth Celtic taking a wee punt on him as a, another option up front
0: maybe not now maybe not now um, I thought at the time I thought in the summer when you've got Dembele and Griffiths both struggling for various reasons I thought it looked a no brainer I mean, at that time you could probably have got him for six, 700 grand which mm-hmm. um, is a lot of money but not in, in the grand s- scheme of things um, I thought he'd be a, a good acquisition then I think he's quite a quality finisher a quality player um, he saw it on Sunday when his second goal was nah, sensational that's
1: pinpoint wasn't it um, it's was brilliant
0: but he been doing that for for t- nearly three years now yep. uh, in fact he do doing that all his career I mean look at his record his score record's been great everywhere he's been mm-hmm. albeit at a lower level um, but so, it's
1: 18 goals for two seasons at a trot and that's him in 10 now so like yeah. you say it's undoubted he's finishing but we do you I think, I, think I, that trip I, sale, I, do you
0: think? I don't I think that ship sailed. in terms of Celtic yeah. and, um, I think the ones that maybe we kicked be kicking themselves maybe be the Rangers aye um, I mean I look at, you look at what Rangers have bought and you think for 700,000 you look at Pena 2 million Herrera another million or so would that money been better spent on somebody like Halei Mote who could have got for a song in relative terms Yeah. Um, so I think they may be the ones and I say Pedro Casino admitted he was on the list which it would have been because it's one of the top scorers in Scotland but it was passed over um, maybe that's the regret from, from that end because they're struggling to score goals but Celtic wise I don't see they Wouldn't be getting beyond Griffiths and Dembele. No, no. But um,
1: even for Premiership games, where there won't, they won't, maybe rest yeah, the two. Well, them. they brought
0: they brought Edward now from nah, PSG. who's nah. there as well? Um, Hodgson uh, sorry. Um, so that, I don't see where he fits in to January. Yeah. Um, so I think that
1: ship sailed. Maybe, maybe not really Celtic style of player either. No, I don't know if he'd fit into that. Right. Well, one point that came up in the aftermath of the Bayern Munich game uh, last week. Was Charlie Nicholas speaking on television? And uh, Celtic were well beaten by Bayern. I don't think anyone would uh, deny that. And Nicholas, former Celtic striker, seemed a bit uh, brassed off and, and said Celtic really needed to break their structure now and splash out and, and stop. What was his words? He used stop buying in the cheap, uh, or the danger is they could lose Brendan Rodgers through boredom. Um, if they're wanting the challenge and maybe get to the next stage in Europe they need to start pushing the boat out to maybe sign the likes of Patrick Roberts rather than take them on loan what would you think of that I don't know I can I can see
0: where, where Charlie's coming from I mean at some point managers managers live on adrenaline when I mean, managers, although managers they're, they're, they're fairly bonkers managers when I mean, they're adrenaline junkies they live for that, that thrill on a Saturday afternoon of the unknown and the changing things and the thrill of the win um, at some point if we if Brendan Rodgers keeps on winning every week that that kind of feeling is diminished there is times there have been games even this season um, when you think this game's a formality before the kick-off and it's almost that sense of waiting for the first goal and that's it game's over Yeah. so he's, he's not getting the same thrill you get if you're standing on a touchline and, the, and one week you get Tottenham next week you get Man City next week's Chelsea next week's Liverpool next week's uh, Man United you don't get that same that same nervous feeling um, adrenaline rush I don't think but then you do get that in the Champions League that challenge is even greater for, for Celtic mm. uh, I think I he's a content man I mean we talk to him on a regular basis um, and he's, he's content with his life just now he's happy with the lifestyle up here he likes it. He loves the job he, he's got a kind of vision for the club which is they're, they're really bought into um, I don't think he's in a hurry to be honest I mean I think there's going to be at some point an interesting phone call yes uh, but I don't think when I've seen those t- television pundits talking at the weekend about Leicester City forget it mm-hmm. you wouldn't touch that with a bars pole Everton Everton mm-hmm. likewise don't see it No, uh, I don't see it um, Rodgers he's is, is managed he plotted his career quite cutely. he I may mean, obviously manage a Swansea mid-ranking Premier League team but he back to that level again don't, know, I don't think so Liverpool the top end that area maybe that's the area we look at um, abroad, I think if, he, if, a, if a top four or five team in England, or top six even, come chat with door from, then maybe it's an, an issue. Amanu, mm-hmm. uh, Man City, Everton, eh, not Everton, sorry, um, Chelsea, Arsenal, probably not going to come back again. Salters, so yeah, no. that kinda, uh, Are they going to win chat door? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've mentioned before, England job. Some days going to manage England. I'm convinced of it. Yeah, if they come next summer, it might be an issue. But then again maybe too soon he's quite young um, so you're looking abroad that may be interesting because if a good job abroad came up then I think he would maybe at that point but even then he's quite content at this in his life he seems quite happy he's, he likes the job um, he's not in any rush he's not He's not looking I think when he was a young man he was climbing the ladder as fast as he could um, didn't work out but did really well I mean, his record looks better and better by comparison as the weeks go on now with Jurgen Klopp mm-hmm. as people start to kind of get a bit a bit um, suspicious of that record so it, it does look it will be a man to demand at some point if he keeps this up at Celtic somebody's going to come and make an interesting phone call but it depends where it is I don't think he'll go to a mid-ranking Southampton Leicester Everton I think it has to be something really stellar for
1: him to think about it yeah no danger of getting bored then uh, just on, on that topic is he's not bored with Scottish football quite well, yet. he's not
0: at the moment I say it could it will happen and it happens to. I mean not so much bored but it um, th- 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 there is we can patterns of <laughs> they play four times a season, sometimes six times a season. So um, eventually, it might be there might be a shelf life. I think usually Celtic managers or Rangers managers have to give them the chance after three or four years, they get a bit jaded of the whole thing, and then they think we'll try something new. So that might be the natural cycle. Anyway,
1: yeah,
0: um, but I don't think it, I don't see it maybe happening at, uh, anytime that soon. Um, but then again, this is October, November, December. <laughs> this is the second season, so maybe him his last words <laughs> that phone call might arrive sooner or later. <laughs>
1: Well, let's finish off where we started, then, take a trip back north, and ahead of tomorrow's game at Petaudry, Rodgers was full, he always is, full of praise for the job Derrick McInnes has done at Aberdeen, maybe a wee bit of mind games again, but um, he was tipping McInnes for the, the Scotland job at, at the weekend, said so it'd be a great appointment, Yeah, you think his old mind games coming in again? I don't think it's mind games, This is common sense, no. Derek McInnes
0: is the best domestic manager in the last four or five years, of course he's here, be the... In the frame for the Scotland job, too early. That's not like Rogers and maybe England. I think it's too early for Derek that I think he'll do well. Be that that job one day. I think maybe another job. He might be in the line for at some point in the line. Rather the Scotland job, because um, he has done a terrific job at Aberdeen. I mean, yeah. you look at the we talk of budgets. We're obsessed with budgets in this country, but the money is to used Aberdeen to get them where they are and keep them where they are. Done a great job, and um, I think so. It's, it's naturally be linked with he'd be. A, Somebody's picked for Scotland. They should be. They should be in the favour of Scotland. But it's too early for them to kind job.
1: Yeah. Um, well, we've mentioned how big a game this is tomorrow. I say, uh, what do you think, Brendan Rodgers will be saying? To his players, this is a chance just to set down the marker. As if anyone needs it, that eh, we're still number one here. You're chasing us.
0: I think that's. What, I think the message will be just the one last domestic push to get this. Like you say, get the marker down uh, and get that cushion at the top. Um, and then you might give a few boys a weekend off Aye. before Bayern because Bayern Munich are coming next week. Yeah, um, and he needs to have his players at full capacity for that one because that's a heck of a tough match again, Aye. as we saw it in Germany. There, they're, they're um, not
1: too mess with. So yeah, one last push. I think is the message of Potodre. Do you have something much a chance next week on home territory against the Germans? Yeah. No. Who have they lost now? Thomas Müller out now. Yeah, fallen like flies.
0: Yeah, I, I still <laughs> think. know, I was there last week. They'll just. They look as though they're back in business. Yeah. They're a good side. They've got a lot of um, dangerous players. So I, I just think it looks another tough one for Celtic. But listen, they keep say the old cliche, I never know at home. Um, I think they've them a better game than they give in. The, I don't think they played well in Munich. No, they were um, never. I for, all the, for all the talk about they won't change the way they play and all that stuff, I just they didn't go out all, all that attack against Bayern Munich. They just got played around. and Aye. I think they were. Um, the dominant team won, so it's, t- it's a big ass next week but mm. they need to be ready for it and I think this game is a, a tough game in between times
1: yeah oh well as we said the big games keep coming but uh, Michael that's all from us this week thanks again for joining us mate uh, we'll be back next Tuesday by 4pm if you want to get in touch with us you can I'm on Twitter at Doonhamer79 Michael are you on Twitter these days? Uh, yeah I think so Sure.
0: still at Michael Gannon nice and easy oh there we go no, don't hide any mind any fake names that's- or uh, yeah, profile pics and all that stuff. I Good on you, there. mate. Good I'll on you. If
1: only there was more like you. Uh, don't forget you can subscribe at iTunes or Audio Boom to get the podcast as soon as it's available. And if you liked it, please leave a wee review and rate us on there too. Thank you very much for listening.